love laid bare. Sharing the highs and lows of stories that matter to you. One conversation at a time. Good morning, good afternoon or good evening. You are through to another episode of Love Lay Bear and I'm of course your host Dion. How are you guys? Um, So last week I just briefly touched on the um, Jada and Will Smith situation um, with August Alsina, I think that's how you pronounce his name, and a few other bits and bobs. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, so apparently now Jada is um, going to have a Red Table Talk where she is going to discuss some of the healing that she, apparently she needs to do. Um, so we'll see what kind of happens with that. My views on it still haven't changed, guys. So um, if you disagree, then that's, that's how the cookie crumbles, really, isn't it? <laughs> so for this week of Dose of Dion, I have got a very, very, very good friend of mine back onto Love Laid Bear. And his name is Aaron. Aaron, welcome back. Thank you. Second time. Second time, Dee. Yeah, I'm trying to think, when when did you, was it last year, February? Nah, nah, it must have been been later, because I'm thinking I started the Raising Boys to Men page, probably, oh no, I think, I feel like it was like April. April last year? I feel like it might have been. Let me just have a, let me just double check, hold on. Oh, wow. Was I right? You're not going to believe this. When was it? It was, well, I posted the episode on the 12th of July. So, yeah, so it must have been about April. No, May. May. No. Long time. Maybe, okay, maybe maybe we recorded, maybe we recorded in May, but then I didn't post it until July, perhaps. Okay, wow, so I've known you for like over a year now. That's gone quick, though. I know. That's gone quick. Very, very, very quick. Shame on you. I know. Shame I know. on you. But to be fair, <laughs> everything that's going on. Yeah, no, it's true. And and to be fair, you've also had a lot of other stuff going on. Yes. Um claps. I won't say it on air, but you know, he's done some really, really good stuff. Um, some life achievement stuff, you know, since we first met. So I Jamaica can wait. Jamaica, yeah, it's gonna happen, but it, it can it can wait, it can wait. But anyway, so just just tell us like what's been going on since we last um saw you. So um just to remind you guys, Aaron came on and spoke about the episode was called My Fatherless Journey, really popular episode. Um a lot of people kind of resonated um with that. So how have things been since then? You know what? Um so obviously uh I'll touch on little bits. So Obviously, those that listen to that episode know that I have no kind of relationship with my sisters. Um, it's very awkward, uncomfortable, not because I want it to be that way, just because the information that's come back to me has been to kind of like not bother. They want nothing to do with me. Cool. I went to a close friend's wedding back in September and, um, mm-hmm. and my older sister was there and um, she was she's partners with who was um, the guy that was the best man. So, oh, okay. yeah, I knew it, 
kind of going into the into the wedding I knew that she would be there it was the reception part that I was invited to um so the difficult thing for me was at the time I was invited I was in a relationship so the aim was for my partner to come along with me we'd discussed it how do I feel am I comfortable going and I, I was like you know what it's my friend I need to go and show support like mm-hmm. I'm not bringing any drama so I'll keep my distance kind of thing then I broke up with my partner so it was like okay I'm going into this environment now on my own which was a bit kind of uncomfortable but I ended up taking Amari my eldest son okay um oh, he cute. was invited anyway so we went there and I'm not gonna lie it was it was um it was uncomfortable because I had to kind of say hello I was always told she wants nothing to do with me so I was never going to go up and say hello to her but yeah. she was mm-hmm. seated with people that I used to know quite well uh-huh. So I then had to decide how can I not be rude and say hello to people, but not make it obvious that we're not kind of vibing. Speaking, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it was long for the fact that I had to wait for people to to move from the table individually and then go up to people, and I mm. just thought like this is we're grown people, we're grown, yeah, we're grown people. So yeah, never never touched base, never spoke. Um, but then, like I'll keep it real. Um, then the other day, I posted something on my page, which done quite well, and I noticed that she liked it. Oh. Yeah. So it was one of those things where I thought to myself, is that a so she follows So she, so nah, she follows she you? Nah, that's the thing. She doesn't. But oh. it, that's what I mean by it. Done quite well. So a lot of people were sh- resharing things on their pe- on their stories. Okay. And then it probably came into her view somehow. Um. Yeah, and then I just saw that she liked it. And there was a part of me that then started to think, why is she liking it? Is that her trying to open a door? Hmm. But I just left it. I left it as it was. Um, but yeah, that was back. That that wedding was back in September. Um, yeah, I broke up. I broke up with my previous partner of four to five years. Around the same time, around August last year that was a hard pill to swallow to be again to be real um Mm -hmm. coming from having two children with two different women you kind of feel like you're on your third strike so it's kind of like I can't afford to make another mistake so the relationship I was then in we didn't have any children together but I put four years time into that so I guess I was holding on to it for the wrong reasons. I was holding on to okay. it for the fact that, A, the longer you are with someone, the harder it is to let go. And then you start telling yourself, well, it's been a year now. I've got to, I've got to try and make it work. Oh, it's been two years. Even more reason to try and make it work. Try and make it work, yeah. yeah. When, Come this far. When that was a very, B, that was, you know, that was a toxic relationship for me. But mm. it wasn't until probably two months from fully coming away from it that I realized yeah this is where I'm meant to be like that was bad for me that wasn't the Aaron that I know yeah so now I feel on a serious note I'm a true believer that we can block our own blessings sometimes we're in oh absolutely yeah absolutely we've spoken about this a few times we're surrounded by people or environments that are not where 
I'm, I'm spiritual as well, where God wants us to be. And yeah. we refuse ourselves to move from them environments because we're comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I've always said this. I've always used this analogy. If we're holding, if we're holding a door open for someone or, or a job that we refuse to let go of, there's many doors in front of us that are better placed for us. But there's no yeah. way for us to open those doors because we can't reach them until we let go of the one that let go of that door oh my god yes gems Um, yes love it and and me finally letting go of that door being it being it the previous relationship when i say to you things started coming my way that made me think what has what's going on why so many things falling into my path like Mm. i wanted to work with children i got the chance to work with children and start running fitness classes for children I'd wrote on my vision board because I was doing vision boards um, yes. that I'd had on there for ages, New York. Although I'd been to New York, it was go back to New York. Um, I ended up going to New York. Um, I wanted I wanted to buy my first property. So I'd wrote there, I want a two-bedroom apartment or flat with an ensuite. Um, I wanted it to look a certain way. But because of pricing and budgeting and, and all of that, I thought there's no way I'm finding that from my kind of budget within Croydon or within like close by anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, October last year, I got an email through about something. So I looked into it and it was like, okay, this new build. So I went down. It was the first place I went to actually view. I was like, this is it. Bang. Had everything I asked for within budget, within this, within that. And um, I literally got the keys to it two weeks ago. That's what I was clapping about earlier, guys. But now we can give him a very big clap. Thank you, Look, thank getting you. on the property ladder in this day and age is, is is a super achievement, especially as a single person as well. Yeah, on my ones with you two, know. Two, two boys. So I, I couldn't get a one bedroom, which would have been a lot cheaper for me. Um, a lot of people were saying, why don't you just get a one bedroom? I was well, you like, can't when you've got children. I can't. Although I could have no. slept on the sofa and they could have slept in my room when they came over. It was like, nah. I have two... These two boys that I'm raising haven't got a space where they can share a room because they live in different, mm. different houses. So yeah, I've always wanted to be able to give them that. And if I can't give them that, neither mum will because they're not connected. Mm. So again, it was like... Like I said, going back, I was in that relationship for x amount of years talking about getting a place but okay we need to save together okay it might be that person couldn't save or that person had issues going on that was holding me back holding me back holding me back once i let go everything i was asking for appeared let's break that down because i kind of feel like um i kind of feel the same in that like so many things positive have happened for me since I did the same what do you what do you think it is do you think it's is do you think it's because you're just not focusing on that person or that situation so you've just got the extra time and energy just to put into other projects what do you think it is I think multiple things like I personally feel that some of it can come down sometimes to you wanting to prove the person wrong so you push mm-hmm. harder. When you let go, I know for myself, when I let go, it was in my head. I didn't think too highly of myself. So in my head, I was thinking, 
this girl is now going to go on to date a celebrity and like have this magical amazing life and I'm just going to be left to it and it was like no I can't I can't have that happen I need to I need to push hard now I need to really put some energy into this Hmm. I think another reason is when we're in toxic relationships we are not truly being ourselves yeah that's true Hmm. so therefore you're being held back slightly losing concentration putting energy into someone else maybe whereas once that baggage gets removed you can breathe again once you breathe again you Mm. can achieve more it's like running a a race you're running a race they say that it's on a marathon you've got to control your breathing you've got to control your breathing if you're trying to run a long distance race while holding your breath you are not going to complete that race as soon as you get control of your breathing you can go a lot further Mm. bars I'm on it today. I'm on it today. Please. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on it today. Let's go. <laughs> Do you know what? On 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 that kind of um kind of topic, um, it's just oh, it's just so funny how the universe works, right? So I was um I was listening to some music with a friend, and the song came on, dancehall song, and it goes, "Me's a girl and a fight over man." So I was like, "Do you know what? These are words I've always held quite dearly to my heart. Like I've never." had an altercation or had any kind of bad words to have towards another woman over a guy that's never been me right Mm -hmm. um and I've had many situations where I could have been that person anyway so it just kind of took me back down memory lane I was like oh you know I'm just thinking about some situations I've been in and I was like okay Dion I'm just just glad for you. You, you you've just not done that and then literally the same day I was on an Instagram live listen to a DJ play music and I saw um the name of somebody okay that um let's say my maybe was who was acquainted with my ex let's just say okay for a very for a very 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 long female. time female then. woman yes woman yes okay yes and um so curiosity got the better of me so I clicked her profile Mm-mm. and um it was private don't get me wrong but it was like you know so and so's wife da 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 and I was like wow wow you know I really sincerely hope that you know nobody infiltrates your marriage the way you did mine um and and like, you know, like for, for about an hour, I was like, wow, look at this. Like, everybody's just getting on with their lives. Like, and here's me just here, you know. So I had a little bit of a, like a, a little bit of like a licking my wounds. Okay. But then I, but then actually I thought, okay, but you're not just, you're not just here though, Dion, are you? Like, you're, 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 you're actually doing bit. And, you know, also as well, people can make things look a certain way, but we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, so that so so for me, I think that was because um, I think just because you mentioned about oh you know if she, if she moves on with some celebrity or whatever else, like for me it was more like oh wow, like this person that participated in causing me harm and trauma is seemingly living her best life now, even though she caused so much hurt and pain to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, so no, the, it was just very interesting how quickly I thought of somebody 
and then I kind of saw them. Does that make sense? Yeah. When I've not, I've not even crossed paths or seen them for a very, very. I'm talking about maybe five, five plus years, seven years. You know, do you know what I mean? Okay. So um, so yeah, but 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 life is good. That's the thing, and I think I just had to. Rem- I think I had to like go there just to remind myself that you're not just here. Like you're you're achieving. Life is actually good for you. You know, there's still hiccups and bumps in the road, but, you know, life ultimately is good. So, amen to coming out the other side, I think, you know I'd what's, say. You know what's mad? That, again, I, I won't mention names, but I will um, mention scenarios. So, my ex, we broke up in, like I said, I wouldn't say we broke up in August, but that was, like, the definitive kind of, like, no longer going to communicate with this person anymore. Um she's now pregnant Mm. yeah like and the thing is it was announced on facebook or instagram i don't know i don't follow her i just remember one evening a few weeks back my phone popping off have you heard have you heard have you heard like someone even saying like is it yours i'm like Mm. no because what what had happened is me and this person were together for, together for four years. So in terms of social media, everyone identified us as being together. And that's the negative of social media and relationships sometimes. When yeah. you break mm-hmm. up people, like they see you as a couple so much that it's hard to then move on. Like, I don't know, it has its role. So um, I had friends contacting me that, didn't quite speak to me on a regular but to know that I wasn't with her anymore because mm-hmm. I hadn't since posted any new pictures of women in my life on social media she hadn't posted any pictures of the person that she's with so the last time anyone saw a relationship on social media from either of us it was when we was together she's now mm-hmm. announced she's pregnant uh-huh. everyone's gonna still assume well you haven't shown us a new man so therefore, it must be it must be Aaron's. So there was that. It was like a point where I was completely fine, completely cool. That came my way. And I was still fine with it. It wasn't, and that's how I guess I knew I was fully over it. Because it's like, no, like best of luck for you. Like I'm actually yeah. I'm mm-hmm. glad that isn't me, to be honest, because that isn't what I want for my life. I need to be focusing on the two kids I've got. And again, like I said sorting out the foundation making sure I got my own property making sure this is in place that's in place so but going back to something you said I'm trying to write notes as well dude to keep keep on top of things <laughs> I forget badly um you mentioned us kind of comparing to people sometimes or like that lady you were mm-hmm. yeah 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 mm-hmm. and I've noticed that I was doing that a lot in the sense of looking at my life and thinking I'm 35 years old or 34, 33. I still don't have my property. My friend has his property. My other friend has their property. And I'm I'm now putting negative energy on myself because I'm comparing myself to people that are my age. But I then have to start looking at it. They haven't been on my journey. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they might not have kids. They might not have been through this, been through that. So I feel like sometimes we compare ourselves with people because visually 
they might appear to be the same as us. But if they haven't gone on the same journey as you, it's not a fair comparison. Yeah, so. absolutely. I agree. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, wow, like a lot, a lot has changed in, a lot's changed in the last year. Crazy. Hasn't it? Absolutely crazy. Tell us about, tell us about some of the stuff that you've been doing um, via your, your platform. My platform. So my platform's called Raising Boys underscore to men. Um, and it was predominantly about myself raising my two children, my two sons, um, Tyler, who just turned seven on Sunday. Oh, wow. Amari becomes a teenager next Friday. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. lot. Um, So, yeah, it was predominantly around me raising them. And then, um, like I said, last year I came into... The opportunity came my way to work with some young boys between 11 and 15 running fitness classes for them. Um, and I was working inside a working alongside a youth counselling organisation called Off the Record. They're based in Croydon. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been so, there before when I was a little young, young, young thing. Young thing. Um, young so thing. <laughs> I would I would run thirty minutes of fitness, um, and then um, Off the Record would take over a thirty minute mentoring element of the session, um, where they would sometimes possibly get. Um, an external speaker to come down and talk to the boys about their life journey. Mark, who's been on your show. Um, no, Mark, yes. they tried to get Mark. I don't think that worked out. So anyway, that was the kind of platform. And I always wanted to make it bigger. I wanted to promote it. But because it was under off the record, I was restricted as to what I could do. And I think the funding that they had been given was to only work with a particular football development group. So a, a, right, okay. a, a, yeah, a group of young boys. And I just felt that this isn't fair to other kids that could benefit from this. So I had the idea about two weeks ago. Let me, let me just do my own thing. So mm-hmm. I um, put it on myself at the last minute. I said, I'm going to run a week workshop, Monday to Friday, an hour each day. I'll do it via Zoom because there's no excuse then I don't need to meet people in person I'll do it by zoom and I will run 30 minutes of fitness and I will somehow put on a mentoring session for 30 minutes for young boys and um, I reached out to anyone I could to be a speaker and again one of those things where I just felt everything started coming my way I had people contact me that I didn't know saying they'd like to be a speaker so I had a a former boxer, a guy that boxed um, for Jamaica, um, oh, called wow. Javon. He he came through. I had an ex um, four hundred meter Olympic runner for Great Britain um, do his part. I had a brand owner come in. I had Mark come in. Um, another mentor that works for the Prince's Trust came in. So that was last week. That was a massive success. I've had people on social media reach out to me since then, offering to help me with funding applications. That is amazing. Offering to donate money um, to anything I want to do. So it's been kind of overwhelming. I really don't know how to move forward with it, but I just feel, I feel, honestly, Dee, I feel blessed. I feel blessed. 
And you know, and you know, so amazing because I remember when you left me like a series of voice notes. You were like, "Sis, right, this is what I want to do. This kind of people want to get." And then I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sounds great. Like, yeah, let me see if I can think of anybody." Before I knew it, he'd already had was started advertising the first one. I was thinking, like, yes, do you know what I mean? Like when when you're when you're when you're being like pushed towards your purpose, look how everything just landed. And there you go, purpose. That's a big word. Identifying it un- and understanding it. And um, I genuinely feel like my purpose is to help young people. And it's something I'm passionate about. And I will do for free. Although I also have my, my full-time job. It's something yeah. that I just enjoy enjoy doing. And I just feel like mm-hmm. if we can all identify our purpose. And it doesn't have to be anything major i was listening to a steve harvey um youtube video and he said your gift is the thing you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort Mm. and he said that could be frying chicken you could just be the best yeah yeah frying chicken yeah it's true Yeah. yeah and he says but sometimes you're trying to have the same gift as someone else when that's not meant to be your gift and i looked at that and i thought that's that's so true sometimes we we think our gift has to be massive, like, oh, I need to be able to sing. You can't sing. You can't sing. I can, I, I can you sing. You can sing. Okay. I can't sing. No, I'm joking, I, I can't I sing. sing. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's true that sometimes we're, we're looking for something big when our gift could just be, I don't know, the, the smallest thing that it can make such a big difference. Absolutely. Like I love, I love to hear um, stories like this. It's especially when, especially when, obviously, I've because obviously I met you via Lovely Bay. I didn't know you beforehand, you mm. know, and it's and it's just so, it's just so nice to see how much you've done in such a short space of time. You know, it's crazy because so, I remember saying to, saying to myself, "I'm gonna go on that show." Like I saw your I saw your podcast come up. I can't remember how, and I just remember saying, "I'm gonna go on that show," and then you reached out to me somehow. I can't even remember how it happened. I feel like I've known you forever. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it does. Crazy. It does. It honestly does. It honestly does. But you've done you've done big things, see. I'm trying. You are I'm trying. trying. You're trying. I saw the switch. I am thing. trying. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. That that was um that was that was that was like for me because he's like my favorite uk rapper ever ever you know so ever ever it's a big statement that's a no big no statement. i and i and i stand by it okay he is my favorite uk rapper ever you know what i so. i rate him highly i uh, he's probably i hope he's listening to this i rate you highly swiss yeah I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just have always felt you could have pushed harder and i know that's a lot but what I mean by that is he's someone that when he comes, he always comes correct, but he just doesn't always come often. I hear that. I think, but I think what it is probably with Swiss is that like what he raps about is quite conscious. And a lot of the time, that's not what really what the masses want to hear. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I think that could also be an element of it as well. But the thing is, like, you know, from speaking to him, he's been putting in work on so many different projects in the background. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he does Garage Branch. He has an app. 
he still produces music he still makes music himself so he's got he's got a lot of he's a you know he did the black pound yeah 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 um he organized the black pound thing with Deneo the other day so yeah he's got his hands in a lot of um Pop. a lot of different kind of creative pies i would say so um so yeah no enough respect shout out to swiss love laid bear you know what like people keep saying to me um you see me and a stepdad Mm-hmm. like how they just find it so touching that we've got that relationship and to me I don't understand it as in like why people see it as so as like not the norm not norm yeah mm. when really it should be because if everybody's moved on what's the issue exactly but nine times out of ten it's because one of you hasn't moved on yeah Ultimately. Ultimately. Or or someone's not doing what they're supposed to be doing as the other parent. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So not not handling their responsibilities. Yeah, essentially. Because I, I feel like nine times out of ten, if, if everyone is handling their responsibilities how they're supposed to be, so whether it be spending time financially you know getting involved in things they need to get involved in there shouldn't be a there, there shouldn't be a problem but I find that usually it's one of those three things that can make the co-parenting relationship fail somewhat do you know what I mean okay like for me um I obviously I was in a relationship myself um and I suppose for me, I'd been through it before with Amari where I had a child with someone, it didn't work out. So then I had another child with someone, it didn't work out. So I understood that, I guess, people move on. Like, having a child with someone doesn't guarantee, and I was raised without my dad, so having a child with someone doesn't sign them up to be your partner for life. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're looking for that, marry the person. Um, yeah. And by Nita, but even then, that doesn't guarantee anything either. So. It doesn't, but your intent is that. Your intent shouldn't be yeah. to have a child with someone to... I feel like a lot of men do that. Um, I genuinely feel like a lot of men will have a child with a woman because they want a connection to that person or feel like that then... I don't know. I, I mean, you hear it all the time, like, I've heard women say um, he thinks I'm not going nowhere because we've got a baby together now. That mm, even though they're not mm-hmm. together, he's out here doing what he wants. But he thinks because I'm raising his child, that I'm not going to be out out here trying to meet anyone. But anyway, my my situation, my child's mum met. I'll be honest, I won't say names, but she met a guy a few years back at this at around the same time that I met my previous partner. And um, I didn't like him. I didn't like him. I thought he was quite arrogant. Um, didn't seem like a good fit. But obviously, it comes across as I'm hating. Like, wait, so wait, were you hating a little bit? I what? Like, I hardly. I think I saw him once. Like, if you're meeting, right? Here's the thing. I go into the house. I go into the flat. Um, and this is the first time I'm meeting this guy after he's probably been around for about a year. So I go into um, my son's mum's place at the time and I go into the kitchen and he's there and he's sitting on the kitchen unit. He was small anyway. Yeah, small guy anyway. 
but he's sitting mm-hmm. on the kitchen unit. If you're meeting your partner's child's dad for the first time, you don't sit on the kitchen unit like just casually. There's there needs to be some sort of kind of like respect, like come and shake my hand or whatever. But it was so casual, it just showed arrogance to me. It just oh, showed, okay. It just showed you, yeah. this level mm-hmm. of arrogance. So I was cool, we vibed and um left it. A few months later, they broke up. Okay, cool. A few months after that, um, I believe she met someone else. And I was very defensive because my son's involved. I don't really want my son meeting too many people, which is fair enough. Um, but I then got to meet this this man at a much earlier stage. And there was respect from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And it was because he, even though the previous person had two kids himself, I just didn't feel there was respect there. With this guy, with the stepdad, we just connected. I mean, it was like, look, I'm I'm here. I'm not trying to get in the way. Um, it was. I just felt relaxed. You see, have you ever met someone and you just feel straight away? There's just that, just calming feeling. Like I didn't. Yeah. Feel, I didn't mm-hmm. feel tense. I didn't feel annoyed. I felt okay. Cool. You appear to be a good guy. I'm cool for you to be around my child. Not that it could, I could have really kicked off anyway and said, you're not going to be around my son. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but I, I was cool with that. Um, and, um, and yeah, they've, they've got married. Tyler's now, that's now Tyler's stepdad. And I'm not going to say I love the guy, but I'm fond of the guy. I really like yeah. him. Tyler loves him. I see that he loves my son. That's beautiful. And to me, like, if I go around there with talk, and I just feel that that's how it should be. I don't want my mm. son feeling torn between, like, stepdad and dad or or ever feeling, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, no, as long as everyone in the picture has love for my child, that's really all that matters. Mm. And I just feel like not enough of, not enough men understand this concept. And that's why so many men after I posted a video about accepting the stepdad, so many men said to me, don't know how you did it, you know, I couldn't do that. I couldn't have another man around my child. And it's like, why? Yeah. If you're not going to be there because you're not, you're no longer with the, with the mum, why are you so against, why are you so nervous? And like you said, is it because you're not doing your role? Is it because you're not being yeah. the best as you can be? Mm. See, I feel like it, it has to, kind of has to be that in some kind of way because you shouldn't feel like I could understand for example like you know as as a father maybe in um, a father-daughter scenario you know obviously we should be protective over all of our children whether they're male or female but I can understand particularly with um you know girl children you might be a bit mindful because you don't know who people are um but you have to you have to trust that your partner isn't is is going to you know have their due diligence and isn't just going to bring anybody around your child if in, in in that kind of sense so so like I say from that angle I, I kind of get it but more often than not that's probably not the the forefront of the issue it's I just think it's probably more so an ego thing don't you think 100% like it's yeah to me it's definitely a male a male ego 
like I said, we like to control situations. I had to let go of my ego in some elements. I'm not going to say I'm ego free because I don't think mm-hmm. any man is. Um, but there's certain things that aren't worth your energy and certain things that are. And um, mm. even myself in my previous relationship, um, my partner had two two girls. I had two boys, uh, um, both the same ages. So it was a good, it was a good fit. But I remember I said to her, I don't want to meet your children. I want to get to know you. And I didn't mean that in a rude way. I yeah, think mm-hmm. sometimes when a woman has a child, they're automatically thinking, okay, but I've got, how, how are they going to meet the child? When are they going to? It should be about you getting to know that person. There should be like get to know each other and make sure you like each other on that level before thinking about that. I don't think there should be a particular time frame hmm. as like, oh well, you know what? He met the kids after four months. That's that's way too soon. Is it? Uh I just I think I think it I think it if it varies on the on the individuals and the situation and the age of the kids and so many different things. Do you know what I mean? It also depends on how you're vibing with that other person as well. Do you know what I mean? You know what? Another thing, going back to Steve Harvey, right? So, I remember, have you read the book or watched the film Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man? Um, I watched the movie. I watched the movie. I think it was within that. He said, there was something about if you meet a man and you wait for a year for him to meet your child. Him and your child may not get along at all. Yeah. You've now mm-hmm. potentially wasted a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So should you have done that earlier? Well, there's um there's a lady called Miss Wright. She's in um I don't know what she what she used to be, but she's called Miss Wright on her socials. Um and I think her first child's father is Rahim. His name Rahim Devon. Oh, Devon. Oh, the singer. The singer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then her second child is with Music Soul Child. Now you're lying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Now before (laughs) (laughs) groupy love, yeah. No. um... (laughs) Yeah. Before before she had the second child, she was on the dating scene and she kind of vlogs everything. And she was basically saying that, you know, when she goes on dates, first dates, she takes her daughter with her. Um, and she's like, the reason why I do that is because I, I need to see from the gate how um, this person is with children. And um, so she was like, you know, our first date wouldn't be like in a bar or a restaurant you know, we'd have a nice park day somewhere, maybe go to a fun fair or something that her that her daughter can be involved in. Her daughter was only about maybe maybe three at the time. Oh wow. Okay. Um but that was a method that worked for her and she was like, you know, I can I can see quite early on whether this has the potential to go anywhere because if you're gonna date me, I come along as a package with my daughter my kids are always with me so for me it was very important now she got a lot of backlash um for that you know a lot of people like oh you know you're bringing all these men around your children your daughter you know what kind of example you set in and she's kind of like well I'm not bringing every single man obviously there's a vetting process up to that point where I would even consider going on a first date 
yeah and and you know even and and more so she's like I need my daughter to be able to see that mummy has friends and it's okay to have friends of the opposite sex I don't want her just to be just to kind of think that mummy just only has you know girlfriends like that you know um and I think with all that being said she's a lesbian now Um, no you're lying (laughs) you're lying yeah after all that yeah like, I mean, I'd, I've not watched her journey intensely. I kind of dip in and out maybe every other year or so. But yeah, I think the last time I saw her, she's now with a woman. Which is, you know, which is good, you know. Just that she's found um, her path. You know. You know what, though? Then, then if, you're, if your reasoning for bringing men around your child so soon was... To, to see if it worked and you was thinking about your child in the long run then again I feel like how does that message okay so you was bringing men around your child and then it didn't work out and that now you're with a woman and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be men should can't be with men or whatever that whatever your preference is cool but I just feel that those messages seem confusing if I was a child for the older child yeah I see, I see your point like hmm like I just and I think that comes down to I guess knowing yourself yeah 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 that's 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 very important um but again this is why I think it's also very important for people to kind of follow their own journeys because she has a massive following and um you know, there probably are a lot of people that took her advice and not to say her advice is wrong, but you need to apply the bits that fit in with you in your life rather than thinking that just because someone has a large platform and following that they're actually doing things the right way because we all kind of make mistakes, you know. So, um, but, but you know, good luck to her. And I, I hope her co-parenting situation with her, you know, with the two fathers, I don't actually know how, how that is or what have you but um i hope it's kind of going well you know like for me i guess like i said that bring it back to what we said originally i genuinely feel like i'm on my third strike like and what i mean by that is in an ideal world i feel like i would like another child I've oh got, would you i've got two boys hmm. so there's a part of me that's always wanted to see what a female version of me would look like sound like hmm. act but three children with three different women, you're out of the game. You've lost, like, you've got no coins left. <laughs> you've got no coins left. You can't press restart after that. It's done, like. So I feel like... I mean, you can, you but can, I hear what you're saying. Nah, well, you can, but it doesn't It doesn't look good on the CV when you're applying for future jobs. Relationships. Okay, fair point. So fair point. I feel like... Because I'm of an age now, and my barber actually said this to me. He said, because um, originally I was like, you know what, don't worry about the time. We, um, So coming out of my last relationship, I spoke the words of, I'm not going to be with another woman younger than me. I refuse to be with a woman that's got kids. Like I was, everything my partner had, I was like, I can't take that from another woman. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I connected a woman having two kids 
with being like my partner, a woman being younger than me to being like my previous partner. Mm-hmm. I, it took me a while, months, to really get my head around. Nah, it, it's got nothing to do with the age or her having kids. It was just how she was. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you know what? It's interesting because I, I've i kind of done something similar <laughs> in that... <laughs> and okay guys you know me I just keep it 100 all the time but I tell you the truth I'm I'm like look I'm not dating any more Ghanaians I'm not they you see the whole six foot plus dark skin with beard I'm not on it not interested like don't even talk to me tall dark skin and beard okay okay all three triple threat all right yeah you know so I'm like not interested in that at all and you know my friends have said to me okay Dion you know you're being a little bit ridiculous now and I'm like well you know but but I but I understand what you're saying so even though I know logically it is ridiculous but because in a way I've kind of merged the two the two things together in my eyes as soon as I see that type of person I'm like no but I'm working on it though and that's the thing, it's about self-awareness. It's about being able to see your bullshit and, you know, and then work on it. So I've seen it and I will work on it, but I'm not making any promises. So any tall, dark-skinned men with a beard out there that might be listening, that thinking, oh, you know, maybe I should have a try with Dion. Maybe next year, once I've worked on it, perhaps. You know what, maybe. I'm going to touch on something here yeah, that got brought to my attention this, this, um, this week. I was chatting to a female friend. And they said to me, um, uh, um, I don't, I don't do mixed race guys. Yeah, not that I was moving to them, yeah, but it was like, I don't, uh, I don't, do, I don't do mixed race guys. Yeah. The joke thing is, I'm hearing that quite a bit, like over the past few, few months, maybe a year. That I don't mm-hmm. do mixed race guys. The worst part was this was a mixed race girl. Interesting. Saying this to me. And it was like, I don't understand your reasonings. And from from every time I've heard that, it's always been this thing of mixed race guys. They think they're too nice, sweet boys, like, like, like. Isn't that just men in general, though? Like, I don't know. Like, it's like to me, it's like we've got an arrogance attached to us because of our, like, I I just don't, I can't get my head around it. I mean, yes, I think there is there is a there is a thing of it's a it's a it's a colorism thing, isn't it? You know, um, I mean, I personally, I can't say that I know any mixed race men that feel like they're better than anybody else. Hmm. To be honest, like I I I literally can't think of one. Um, I also think it's probably the other person's perception but the fact that you've also said she's mixed race as well I find quite interesting so I'm not gonna diminish her experiences but I just find it interesting you know maybe she sees another side to mixed race men that maybe I don't see I don't know I just maybe feel they, like they could be more authentic with her I don't know I don't know I just feel like um, and this might be because I was raised by a white family I've 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 mixed myself but I just feel like I I wouldn't say I 
I'd never be with a particular race or I, 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 I just feel it depends on the individual. I mm. genuinely feel it, de- it depends on the individual. I know people that have said before, um, I'd never get with a white guy. And now they're with a white guy. And yeah, be careful what you say. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think you can you can put people in a box like that because you're not taking into consideration their personality, their behaviors. That you're literally just basing it off of a of a look. No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you know, with you now saying that, it is making me think more about my kind of cancellation of all. <laughs> tall dark skin men with beards perhaps let me ask you a question actually yeah a scenario that came up today so um it's about dating seeing as we're going there um so uh someone i know was met a guy on a dating app and they started to kind of like you know see each other whatever else um and then you know it was probably more so a physical thing rather than i guess you know because obviously we've been in you know COVID times so therefore people haven't had the opportunity to actually do the formal kind of courting that I guess ordinarily may have happened um and you know he turned around to her because I think they were maybe exploring doing some bits together and he turned around to her and said you know I'm 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 more than happy to you know I love your your mind your brain and you know I love sleeping with you but you know in terms of like a relationship and being my wife nah now I kind of was like well do you know what I actually praise him for his honesty um because he could have actually wasted your time but then at the same time I can understand um that kind of rejection isn't really nice now you're a guy you kind of been on the dating scene have have you ever had that situation where you're kind of like I like you but not as a kind of like wifey type of material um people are going to be listening um yeah you know you know what it, it was it was I've been in positions in my in my past where I haven't been looking for a relationship like as mm-hmm. not looking for a relationship I've made it I've made it clear I don't want a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not saying in a year's time I won't want a relationship, but current Aaron is not ready for a relationship. I feel it's important for an individual to let someone know that quite early on. Where so in the scenario you gave is kind of like to find out you're not I guess wifey material. Okay, that's not what they said. They didn't say you're not wife material. That's not what they said. But okay. ultimately, I don't want to have a relationship with you. I don't mind us sleeping together. I don't mind us, you know. And that's come after all of the sleeping together, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like right message, wrong time. Mm. I feel like if you're going to deliver a message like that, let that be known. And a lot of men are strategic with this. They 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 get what they want and then they, they drop the you know what, I'm just not ready for a relationship. Because they know some men know if they say that too early they're not removed, gonna get the goodies. They're not gonna get what they want. 
So let me act in a way that makes this woman feel comfortable enough to give off the the treats that I desire. Now I've obtained the treats. Let me give her the real information. I feel like the woman needs to be more mindful beforehand to possibly ask the right questions or behave in a manner or not yet give up the cookies until like, I feel like that's the best way to know if a man's if a man's serious about you if you're looking for a relationship the best way to know if a man is really serious about committing to you as a woman is to not have sex with that man so okay so you know like we're you know like how we're in 2020 and it's sexual liberation over the world and everyone's doing what they're doing um so do you still maintain then that from a man's perspective obviously you can't speak for men but from your perspective as a man that you would still for you to take a woman seriously you would have a certain expectation of how she should conduct herself within the kind of pre like pre-match warm-up I me personally speaking I find it quite empowering and even attractive for a woman to be quite strong-minded in no like maybe like I'm not gonna say not necessarily I'm saving myself for marriage Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. no if you want this like Knowing what you're worth, when a woman knows what she's worth, in the sense yeah. of, I'm not just giving this up. Like, mm. like I, I want you to treat me right. Like, we need to be going out for dates or doing this or doing that. Do not just think you can meet me on a dating app and then us, t- us go to one, two Nando's, you come back around mine, bang. Like, I just feel... <laughs> you can't, like, what, double rap? <laughs> like, I just feel... <laughs> I just feel that <laughs> I just feel from a man's perspective when you see a woman give it up that easy a lot of men will think that she's done that many times before oh so men still think that okay. yeah so then you start to question okay I got it that easy I don't really think she's worth the material because there's probably other guys or she'd give it up that easy to another guy not rather feel, not necessarily feeling that you're special. She only gave mm. it up to me because I'm obviously special. You start to think like, where well, she gives it, she gave it up kind of easy. Like, I don't really, I don't think that that's why I think. it can put people off. Do you know what? That's interesting because, like, for me, like I'm quite old school, so that's always been my my way of thinking. But and obviously, I've not been in the dating game for a while. But from what I see. It seems like every everyone is just okay with putting it out. Whenever, then. however, yeah. But clearly, that's not the case. Then, in your opinion, in in my again, it's not no no no. So it's not saying that I feel I agree with you. I feel like everyone is out there um, putting it out. I was even talking to a friend today, and um, he's been meeting numerous people on dating apps, and and again, not to mention names, having sex. And um, he knows none of these women are wifey material. Hmm. I don't quite think they know they're not wifey material. Interesting. So what make what makes them not be wifey material then? I mean, 
numerous things from, from again this isn't me talking this is the conversation literally had this conversation today but it may be um it's as arrogant and small sometimes as now nah, she's annoying mm-hmm. she's annoying she's just annoying like but sex is good like or you know what now nah, she she hasn't really got her her shit together or yeah like nah she's just not she's just not wifey she's she's more it's just you see when i don't know like for me a wifey for me has to have ambition drive and that's another thing to touch on a quick digress here but every relationship i've been through i started to realize more as to what i want and what i don't want and i now realize how little i actually knew myself five years ago Mm, okay coming away from the relationship with my son's mum she's an amazing woman amazing woman um but our personalities just didn't match yeah we just we wouldn't laugh at the same things very different sense of humor and Mm -hmm. for me being the way I am I feel like personality is is vital like I need to be able to banter with you and 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 connect with you so then meeting my next partner she had that missing piece which was personality in the sense of our personalities um, clicked so okay it was like okay we would laugh at the same thing she'd give me jokes she'd give me this so in my head I was like bang I've got a hundred percent I've got a hundred percent now from this female no I only had 20 percent because further down the line I realized she didn't have everything that my son's mum had she just had the missing piece Mm, okay but that but that clearly was important to you it was important to me at the as time long as I had the rest yeah so yeah. it was like I was I then came away so focused on that missing piece forgetting what else needed to come along with it and now I start to realize okay my my woman needs to have ambition she needs to have drive I care less about looks now than I ever have before interesting why do you One, think that is because I'm bald anyway, so my looks have changed over the years, right? So oh that's just me being real. <laughs> yeah. Like thankfully I I went bald early, so I'm not gonna change much physically now between the age of what I am and probably fifty. Um, where some men are gonna start to lose your hair, you're gonna start going through that panic I've already experienced. So <laughs> it, it is what it is. Um I'll stay looking youthful now. Um No, but for me it's more I I can find attractiveness and beauty within now. I couldn't access that before from a, like, I'm honestly, like, turned on and attracted to the inside of people now. Like, mm, what are you okay. like as a person? What are you, what are your morals? How, how are you raising your kids? Okay, you know what? That's attractive to me. Like, you know what? You're a good mum. You, you take care of your responsibilities. You've got um, focus. You manage to handle being a single mum plus do all of these other things. That's, that's a turn on. That's, that's actually like credit to you, round of applause, rather than just a woman that's, oh, you look nice. Like, okay, but you're not mentally stimulating me. Mm-hmm. So to me, I feel, we say it all the time, 
looks will only get you so far. Looks will fade. What are you... I don't know. Can you really... I've been reading a book called The Weight as well. I don't know if you've read it. Have you ever read, read it? No, but I've heard of it. So yeah. can I ask you a question? And don't. answer me honestly. Yes. So are you saying that any of the women that you have you know, maybe dated or considered dating since you've been single, have they, have any of them not been attractive? No, they've all been, they, you know what's been <coughs> interesting? No, <coughs> you know what's been interesting? Well, see, this is why you got asked the right questions, guys, go on. <laughs> no, so you know what's interesting, right? Everyone used to say to me, you have a type. I can pick your woman, I could pick a woman out from a lineup that you would go for. Like they would say Tyler's mum and Mari's mum, my previous partner, all had similarities. And what were those similarities? I guess the complexion, I guess pretty face complexion, um, maybe body shape, very similar. The outlines, let's just say the outline, not necessarily them as individuals inside. Mm -hmm personalities or anything like that but visually skin tone hair maybe height since my last relationship coming away from it taking time to myself to reflect going through I went through a bit of a depression stage I'm not gonna lie like a month where I just wasn't myself started to lose Mm -hmm. weight and all sorts but um I then got back on my feet and I started talking to women and um it was different women though it was some women were older um more mature and the looks were different which then started to let me know I'm not so much focused on maybe a particular look anymore I'm being I'm also being drawn in by other things which okay I started to realize like okay I'm, I'm quite attracted to Okay, you're you, you lack fitness. You're in shape. You look after yourself. Okay, cool. For some reason, that that intrigues me and draws me to you. Oh, mm-hmm. and you and you obviously can still stimulate me visually, but it's not always the first thing. Because have okay. you ever, have you ever mm-hmm. been have you ever I don't know like you could be around someone and have been around that person for a year or two years at your job, at I don't know school, college, wherever. And never really paid attention to them. Like, they've always looked the same, but it never drew you in. And then out of nowhere, you become attracted to this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I hear that. Surely that wasn't their looks, because their looks have been there the whole time. Mm, Yeah, true. That's true. That's true. So, like, yeah. Like, I've, I've, I've spoke to a few women since my previous relationship ended and again I've never been in a position where I'm like I want to jump into a relationship because my focus was very much no I need to get my own place I need to feel settled Mm. if I can feel settled in my own place make sure my kids are good I now know I have everything I need so I can now give to a relationship or I now know, okay, I'm not dependent on a woman. I felt very much, coming away from my last relationship, 
I needed that person. Without that person, who am I? Oh my gosh, she's gone. I'm falling apart. Oh my God. Like I was, I was completely lost. Now I realise I was just very unsettled. I needed, I needed to understand myself a bit more, ground myself, get the things in place that I needed. Because now I feel like relationship or not, no relationship, I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. A woman, a relationship won't define me. It will add to me, but it won't define me. So now that you are settled, you're a homeowner, everything is, Still trying to move you know. Energy. I've got a lot to buy. <laughs> this is a stressful part to me this is stress so would you would you say that the you know the the the, the gates are open for any potential listeners that might think that you're a bit of all right a bit of all right is that is that yeah. the terminology we use um yeah <laughs> i i would say i no i'm gonna keep it real like i'm still not where i want to be as in like silly things right like I didn't realize but it takes a soul for 10 weeks to be delivered yeah Mm -hmm. so my although I've got the keys to my place it's not going to feel like home for until certain things are in there yeah so I'm still parked up at Mumsy's for now like gradually moving in down there so I still I feel more stressed now than I did through the process because it's like okay I need this I need that I'm going back and forth all of that so no a relationship right now I can't I haven't got the time yeah no I hear that I'm trying to do all this stuff with the kids I I haven't I haven't got the time and I'm I'm aware of that but it's not to say that in three months time I won't have the time then okay so ladies you heard it here first um so come October Aaron will be very much okay all right will be very much on the market. Do you know, I saw something the other day. Uh, (laughs) You'll have his sofas by then as well, guys. (laughs) Do you know, I saw something the other day, which really like kind of just stabbed me in the heart a little bit um, on Twitter. um, And there was like a question that kind of went a little bit viral. And it was like, you know, would you date somebody who was recently divorced? And everyone was like, no. And I was like, oh my God, but what about me? <laughs> what mm. about, but it, but it's interesting because it's like, you know, like I, I've always kind of said that, you know, until, you know, my situation fundamentally changes, um, you know, I shouldn't even really consider putting my, ha- having the expectation that somebody should really take me seriously. Do you, do you know what I mean? But then at the same time, I'm like, well, maybe this is just a limitation that you're placing on yourself because, and maybe this is actually born out of fear in case someone does say to you, well, pff, please, like, you know, look at your situation, like, no, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Okay. What are your thoughts on that? Um, first thing that jumps to mind is, is although divorce is the final nail, the marriage could have been done years ago. Talk to them, please, Aaron. Talk to them. Like, I've I've got a few. I've got two friends that are no longer with their husband, wife, um, and it's been 
dead for for ages but divorce paperwork solicitors costings all of that are what hold up that process sometimes but you can see that the relationship is dead and i just feel that i personally i'd be i'd i would be with someone that was divorced as in like if i knew okay you know what um me and my husband just broke up a month ago nah yeah exactly. that's husband mm-hmm. as well you just broke up no like, mm-hmm. yeah i haven't been with my husband for over a year we're just waiting for the divorce to finalize or um it's taken a bit longer than we thought blah 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 blah. okay cool like like you've been honest with me i'll, I'll entertain now i'll still observe does husband also include like the father of my child are you around each other often like certain things might make me feel a bit uncomfortable but it depends on how the woman is how she handles it how honest she is yeah Um, Mm -hmm. and I think going back to what I said before about even not wanting a relationship and letting that be known from the start if you are honest with the person you are seeing from the start it should make them feel more comfortable yeah and I think you yeah and I think you avoid a lot of issues if you just keep it real from the gate personally that's what I think anyway I mean sometimes people I know there are situations where people you know although they're told the truth from the beginning they still kind of hope and pray that things might change and you know they hold on to that and kind of end up hurting themselves in the long run because um you know the feelings were made clear from the beginning but there's not really much you can kind of do about that. You got you got to kind of just take it on the chin, really. To be fair, if you've been told, if you've been, you know, yeah, like if it's if it's there in the contract, you can't complain in the about contract. it. Yeah, in the sense of <laughs> if it's written down, you can't. Then that's why they say read the small print. Like okay, but who? But okay, but who actually has? Look, I'm all for that. I'd be look. I would love that. Let's just like be very clear and defined, and then yeah, let's put it in writing so we everyone knows where they're saying. But most people don't want to do that. So realistically, there never really is a contract, is there? It's just more like maybe a few words might have been exchanged over WhatsApp or pillow talk. Do you know what I mean? So or something might have come out in an argument. Always blurred lines, then. Yeah, always. Mm. So even I don't like blurred lines. Here's the thing, right? Here's my question: A man comes to you and. He says, you know what? I just want sex. I'm not really looking for a relationship. Da, 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 da. And as a woman, you're like, okay, cool. Even knowing that at the start, can that block you from catching feelings for that person? Because what I feel... No, it doesn't. No, mm-hmm. that's my point. Yeah. No, it won't. And that's the thing as well. I think once you start to become intimate with someone consistently like I challenge anybody not to develop some type of feelings like how like how can you not like sex is is an exchange of many things outside of just the physical so I don't really get how over a period of time someone if not both are going to catch feelings to me, I don't know. I feel like it's it's impossible unless you're both so emotionally detached, um, and you're you both have a very kind of common ground of 
you just fulfill this need and we do the act and we leave straight away there's no kind of oh let me make you um no hugging no nothing no hugging no nothing no bagels in the morning no breakfast do you mean it's just you come you go done then maybe it could work in that respect but i just i don't i mean i just don't know if it works like that for the majority of people you use the word consistently though yeah that's what i find interesting so you could potentially have sex with someone once like no feelings be caught at what point like consistently as in like where where does that where does where do you start to cross that line where it's like okay you're running the risk because i would feel sometimes the first time like one night forgetting one night stands meeting someone and then sleeping with them where you've been speaking to someone for a, for a period of time you like this person and now like but they've said to you don't want a relationship just sex you then have sex i feel like at that point you could start to catch even deeper feelings after one it depends on how much you like them i think i after one sexual exchange is there going to be like an explosion of feelings i don't i personally don't think so but again like i say it depends on how much you like them and how much of an attachment you had so yeah so possibly sex might just intensify and how um, good the sex was though and how how good the sex was too um so yes the There is that potential, I suppose, but your your statement was is that from the gate it's been agreed that this is just sex. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So, but like you said, some women may hold out hope that oh, and some and some men and some men yeah and some men. Here's a here's a question though, (laughs) right? You've been chatting to a guy for a while. Yeah, everything about this guy is, is is great. You're thinking hubby material. You then have sex. The sex is terrible. Talk oh to God. me. Does that now change this guy from being hubby material? I okay. I don't think you can judge somebody based off the first time. I think because you know there there could be a lot of things going on. You know, some people might be anxious. You know. Um, whatnot you just have to see whether it's something that you can work with and maybe work to improve but if it's something that can't be improved then would you do you throw a whole relationship away just because of sex (sighs) i think that there would have to be um there'd have to be um a few factors that would have to outweigh um can we say terrible like how terrible are we like just very it it done nothing for you it just done nothing for you like as in so like i was like a dead fish like what is this like are we finished yet oh my god like consistently yeah i don't think it would work okay i'm glad you said that so coming back to the weight which is a book that I encourage everyone to, to read. It's about um, sustaining from um, celibacy, so no mm-hmm. sex until marriage. Not necessarily that they haven't had sex with previous partners, but they've gone into this relationship and said, we are going to abstain from sex 
and reap the benefits of a relationship without sex. And they had an amazing time, got married, so far have lived happily ever after. That could have been, on their wedding day, they could have had sex and it could have been terrible. Mm -hmm. But what they're saying is that their connection is so much greater at the point of which they then have sex that it's going to be a great experience regardless. I disagree. I'm sorry. I disagree. Like, I'm all here for the connection. Absolutely. I'm all all there for connection. I'm, I'm even there for abstaining for a very long period of time. I'm totally there for that. But I don't know if I agree that your beautiful, strong connection can literally just magically make the sex good because if the sex is bad the sex is like obviously like i say sex can be improved upon yeah and obviously if they've both not well if one of them hasn't had sex before or you know they're both limited in terms of what they know and what they can do then it will be um a journey that they can partake on together but obviously there's going to be there's going to be maybe certain things specifically that might guarantee that you know do you know <laughs> like okay like what like okay i guess what i'm trying to say is like say for example um you have a man who has like a micro penis yeah okay but he's also unwilling to um give his wife oral sex yeah so she's like okay well how am I supposed to be satisfied here? Yeah. And point? she's not because, because he's lit, cause he literally can't and won't, but they have an amazing connection. You know, they, they're, they're very like on the same kind of level. The love is amazing. You know, it's beautiful, but they're not connecting sexually. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a great point. Cause then, so there's a refusal hmm because like there's there's more than one way to skin a cat right but let's just say you know because there are some men that won't so he can't do bit there and he won't do bit there so well so what what's 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 gonna happen then and you wait are you saying that you've waited until marriage to find this out or yeah yeah so in your example yeah the, 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 but the, would the, you not have had those discussions earlier because just because you're abstaining from sex doesn't mean you don't have conversations or perhaps be like they mentioned being still being quite passionate but knowing where their limits were so you might you I don't know, you, you obviously won't go the whole way and have sex, but there may be kissing, there may be dry humping, whatever you want to call it. But I guess you would still have conversations as well. Like, you would know. You would. Yeah, no, but, but yeah, but okay, but like the example you've given, you know, they have a great connection, they have great conversation, you know. He might have said, you know, that is, you know, oral is not really something that I want to do. She said, okay, fine, whatever you want, because I love you. And our connection, <laughs> and our connection is so strong. But, you know, when push comes to shove and the reality dawns, so she, 
she's essentially going to be in a sexless marriage. How, like, how is that going to survive? Legitimately. I feel like if it if it's at that point, it it won't. It won't. Like, I just feel like it wouldn't because there's selfishness already involved. There. Mm. But but is it but is it selfish? Like he just morally just might think that that is not for his um, wife. Morally for his wife, I get it if it's like Louise down the road, but like that's your wife. <sighs> Isn't? Did they say anything about all sex in the Bible? I can't remember. No, because no, because I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think about why there's such a. Like for for example, yeah, like well, like for example, like you'll hear a lot in like dancehall music about you know refusal. Yeah, mm. so obviously it's it's come from somewhere, isn't it? You know. I still feel. I don't know. I feel like for your wife, like not that there are no rules, but. I'd just like to think you're on a different level. The the connection's greater. I'd like to feel like when I get, I'd like to say when, when I get married, the connection I feel to that that woman is going to be far greater to anything I've ever felt before. Sexually, like everything is just going to be on a whole new level. And that will take my experiences to a whole new level. I think... I think in an ideal world, and I think probably this is where how a lot of people do approach marriage, in that the person they're going to be with is going to be the ultimate in everything. But it it doesn't always happen that way. Yeah. There's going to be areas where someone's going to fall down. Um, and I think maybe that might be another reason why marriages fail, because perhaps people have this expectation that once they're married, that everything slots into place and you know um life just becomes one big disney movie the good the good part of it usually the beginning um <laughs> the birds chirping un- and stuff like that unrealistic expectation of marriage yeah i think so i d- I, d- I just i just don't i just don't think that um i just don't think there is enough um probably uh, realistic talk about marriage prior to the people actually embarking on it because you tend to find that a lot of married couples I mean I can't speak for married couples but um you know I just I kind of find that married couples tend to come across the same humps pretty much um and these are all things that shouldn't be a surprise really when you think about it but everyone still seems to stumble at the same hurdles you know so I think, you know, there, there, there is definitely a conversation that needs to happen about um, the, the, the realistic parts of marriage. And it's not, um, and also I think leading up to marriage, sometimes you can kind of get lost in the, the fairy tale of it. Mm. And then, but once, but one, once that, that wedding day is over and you kind of surpass that honeymoon phase and real life kicks in and all that kind of stuff. You know, I feel like that's, that's pregnancy it. as well sometimes. Potentially, yeah. I'm, I'm taking it there. Just on the, 
on the back, <laughs> on the back that some people are are in relationships they're not happy with, they get pregnant. Okay, now mm. we've got something to focus on. Okay, we're gonna have a baby. Oh my god, da 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 da. It covers, it masks the yes, yes, the, the mm-hmm. bad relationship, mm-hmm. and then baby shower done, baby reveal done, birth done. Okay, damn, nothing else to look forward to now. Like in that in that aspect, yeah. And it's like one thing I did like to last thing promise um reading the weight right they um they said that when you remove sex from a relationship um it obviously forces you to get to know the person on a deeper level because what sex can often do is i don't know i'm using these examples myself you could be around someone's house and the conversation could be dead you genuinely do not vibe that well together but it can be masked with the fact that you're now going to have sex like sex can be the kind of scapegoat when things are are bad or when things are falling a bit dry rather than having to find alternatives to i don't know explore with that person or deeper levels of conversation to have Hmm. like it's kind of like oh we're just i'm just gonna go around there and have sex or rather than like oh yeah i'm just gonna go around there and just chill and we'll watch a film together we'll talk we'll do whatever like and I looked at that and I thought, that's actually true. Like, taking the time to get to know someone on a deeper level, go to places that they like, they come to places that you like, you go around to theirs to just watch a film, talk, converse, leave early. Like, <laughs> like all of those things. Like, a relationship, I'm not saying to then <laughs> abstain from sex until marriage, but your mm. chances of a successful relationship are probably going to be a lot higher because you know this person on a deeper level. My yeah, fair point. But again, so, so so how long? So how long does this does this book suggest you? Well, they were only no, they were only together for a year. Oh, before they got married. Before they got married, yeah. Hmm, interesting. See, I don't know if I would do that. Like, but they'd been see, they were only together for a year, but they'd spent. A period of time before I guess getting to know each other oh I see okay okay so they'd I mean? probably they'd met maybe knew each other they what met kind through of work so he, they'd mm-hmm. known of each other for multiple years I guess and then would catch up now and again and so on and so forth but they they I guess the point of which they actually got together again don't quote me but I think it was like a year before they got married and they'd been married for like nearly 10 years I think Mm. Again, I might be wrong with the date. Again. Okay, definitely a book worth reading. I'll definitely recommend it. Yeah, I think I'll um yeah I'll put I'll put the I'll put the book into the um in the show notes actually. I might and, read and a couple one of more book. Tyrese, I know it's a random one. Tyrese had a book out years ago called How to Get Out of Your Own Way. That it's sounds an, good. It's mm-hmm. an amazing book. Honestly, I read it about eight years ago. No probably longer than that and it completely changed my mindset at the time on um not to give anything away but there's a part in the book where it talks about having a bottom line and how sometimes in life the bottom line we have for bullshit in our life is way too low so we Mm -hmm. allow so much to happen before our bottom line kicks in and it was just about making sure that your bottom line you're aware of it but you also raise it 
So yeah, Tyrese, how to get out of your own way. Please go and grab that, people. Mm, Yeah, I think I might add that to my my reading list. I'm actually on a book ban because I've got this dirty habit of, no, no, it's bad. I I buy books left, right and centre from Amazon, wherever, and they'll be delivered and they'll sit in their packaging. And I just keep ordering more and more books. So I, 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 I was on a book ban, and um, a buying book ban. Yeah. Okay. A buying book ban. Um, but then I kind of broke it because I had to buy textbooks for my course, and then I was like, oh, and then I, I think I've. Do you read? Like... The thing is, I do, but my attention span, for some reason, I think just because I've got so much things going on, my attention span to reading, I would say, over the last year or two has been very short and what I find I do as well I probably I'm in the middle of about five books at the moment okay so so I pick up one book start reading it get distracted pick up another book start reading that get distracted and then so on and so on and so on and like I said I've got like five books that I've not finished yet but now that you've reminded me, I'm going to make a point. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish a book by the end of this week because this is getting ridiculous, and I finished my course now, so I'm good. No excuses. No excuses. Yeah, no excuses at all. Oh, okay. Well, I think we're going to have to wrap this up now, Aaron. I mean, you did say that you had to be somewhere. Yeah, my ch- hour, I though, literally right? had my mobile in my hands, and I was just changing <laughs> my plans. I was like, "No, we got deep in the convo." I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm going to come yeah. later. <laughs> I'm going to come later." Um. I- if you follow me on Instagram, guys, you will you will know that Aaron and I were supposed to be doing a joint thing where we we're going to talk about topics like this. Um, and then COVID hit and then a few things happened. So we never actually, we actually recorded quite a bit of content, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. That was quite jokes as well. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, like maybe we should still try. What do you think? I think, I think we should, when things get back to, I suppose they're of a normal, normality of some sort, but. I definitely think it's um, it's worth it. Yeah. Well, if you guys, like. yeah, yeah, like um, if you if you've enjoyed our chat today, guys, let me know. Um, just hit me up in the DMs, um, info at lovelaidbear dot com or lovelaidbear at gmail dot com, um, and let me know what you think. Um, and Aaron, drop your drop your handle so people know where to follow you. Uh, follow me on Instagram at raisinboys underscore two men please okay brilliant aaron as always well you're my brethren now so yes, it's always it's family, always good yeah. times catching up with you um and it's it's been a pleasure to have you back on lovely bear and you know what i'm just gonna say it now he's gonna be back we're gonna do something yes we're just gonna do it 100 percent, 100 percent. and we still <laughs> have to catch up on so yeah yeah for real we absolutely do <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, Aaron, thank you again, guys. If there's been anything that you've been affected by relationship-wise, marriage-wise, anything we've spoken about, just head over to the resources page and there will be a list of support services there. And as you know, if you want to speak to me, by all means, give me a shout. Okay, well, um, as always, take care of yourselves. I love you. And it's a wrap. Love. Laid. (laughs) if you love this episode and know someone who could really benefit from hearing this talk please share and whilst you're there leave me a review i'd be forever grateful 
help me build awareness and raise consciousness one conversation at a time. Listen on Spotify, SoundCloud, CastBox and Apple Podcasts.